Hello and welcome to Adventures in Venueland, an EAMC podcast. This is your all-access pass to go backstage and behind the scenes with some of the brightest minds that cross the scope of the live entertainment industry. I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Paul Hooper. We'll introduce you to some of our favorite people as we dive deep into the world of live touring shows and the venues that host them. Hello and welcome to a special detour episode of Adventures in Venueland, an EAMC podcast. I'm Dave Rettelberger, and along with my co-host Paul Hooper, today's episode is a little bit different. It's a detour or side trip, a mini bonus episode where we take a single serving look at a topic in the live entertainment industry. You've heard of Live Aid, you've heard of Farm Aid, but what is Vetsay? Let's find out. Paul, will you introduce our guest today? Yes, very excited to talk about this. We're here with Tracy Hedrick. She's the Chief Marketing Officer for Ohio State Department of Athletics and Business Advancement. What a title. Welcome, Tracy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, you know, in all disclosure, I do work with Tracy. Uh, you know, we're Ohio State. We're the Schottenstein Center, Ohio Stadium. We are Nationwide Arena, which is where we hosted Vets Aid. Tracy, uh, tell us how you first became aware of all things Vets Aid. Well, one thing that's very exciting is that Joe Walsh is from the state of Ohio. He actually loves and was very passionate about Columbus. And so that got some conversation started of hosting Vets Aid in Columbus and all the things that were possible with music in the scene of the city. So so that's how those conversations um, originated and just flourished from that point. Yeah, VetsAid started in, I think it was 2017, uh, the first show in, in Fairfax, Virginia. And then they did a show in 2018, 2019, 2020. It uh, shut down like everything in 21. It was virtual. So this is the first year uh, it was back in person. Uh, and the reason why we, Paul and I thought this would be a great topic is because, you know, for a lot of our listeners, you never know when it's coming to your town. So, Tracy, for folks who've never heard, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Walsh, obviously famous from his time with the Eagles, James Gang all that time. Talk to us a little bit about Vets Aid 2022, what the event was and, you know, kind of uh, uh, your dealings with the event. Well, I'll tell you what, Vets Aid is going to be very near and dear to my heart. I hope they come back again uh, to the state of Ohio. But as far as our, our role, and Dave, you know, was part of that, and uh, Leslie, our marketing crew, is what's promoting uh, what Vets Aid is, what it stands for, um, engaging the media, our radio partners, um, you know, TV partners, um, there were journalists, there were just so many people that were involved in this wonderful event and proceeds, net proceeds that were uh, raised actually uh, went into the state of Ohio for veterans organizations that applied for grants in that in that funding. So it was just extremely incredible to share the story. Um, it was a, an honor to be able to use my voice in the marketplace to help amplify what Vets Aid's about. 
I think it was so such a cool thing because I actually was able to attend it, which is which oh, is bought unique. a ticket. I did not. I was even there. I bought a ticket. Give my venue and I made him buy a bought ticket. a ticket. Yeah, exactly. Dave's like you. Because it's a benefit. Double. Yeah. No. 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 It was awesome. And once I saw the lineup, I I knew I was not going to miss it because Columbus is not very far away from Lexington, and probably the two things that really stuck out to me is one how they kind of brought in the stories of the different veterans groups that were involved. Like, so in between each of the acts, they would sometimes even popping around the arena, they would like go to Joe Walsh's son who was up in a suite and they had someone there who was talking about their experience and how they've had these struggles and how this organization has helped them and how it can benefit others. And it was very like heartfelt, meaningful, um, sometimes they even tied into the music where the person talking mentioned how these specific bands they maybe grew up listening to or how they had an impact on them. So I think it was really thoughtfully woven throughout the show, which was really awesome. And then the other thing, too, and I don't know if because I've only been to one vet's aid, but I don't know if this is something they've done historically, but one of the most amazing parts of it is all of the bands on this bill, because it's essentially a concert but it's kind of a give them the lineup almost like a, the lineup, yeah, we got to talk about the lineup paul the line oh, okay do you, do you want me to do it i can i can remember it, i think so the opener was the breeders um which is kind of this uh you know band that really had had a nice run in the 90s early 90s uh they had uh kind of like one big hit but they had some other stuff and i think they they were pretty impactful in the you know uh ohio area especially a lot of people remember them uh after the breeders you have the black keys which is this little tiny band from akron i think a couple people have heard <laughs> of. uh but a huge band you know a band that would literally be headlining any other arena show and then after the black or actually i went out of order there so before the black keys they had the james gang which is joe walsh's original band before the eagles uh started in ohio i believe right and that is this legendary band and some people you know i was talking to some friends about it and they're like i don't know the james game and then you play as soon as you play their top two or three songs they're like oh of course i know those songs you know it's like like everyone knows the james gang songs whether they know it or not so um so yeah there's james gang then there was the black keys then there was nine inch nails which is out of cleveland and then you have uh joe walsh closing it out at the end with his solo stuff and then there's this one little guest that i think a couple people have heard of um his name is uh david uh grohl he's yeah he was in he was in a couple of drummer for something right some some (laughs) drummer for some band yeah yeah uh so dave grohl was there and he was on the bill but how he played throughout it is he was kind of like uh sprinkled throughout you know it's like he came out in the breeders and the last song played guitar or bass or something with one of their songs which was super cool kind of not not taking the spotlight from them but really elevating them which i thought was nice and then uh played with joe walsh and the james gang multiple times playing drums playing guitar uh it was really a cool thing but it's all these people with ohio ties because dave Grohl was born in ohio so i think that was just such this awesome way to not only help and support the state, but elevate what Ohio rock has brought to just the overall music community. Yeah, you know, we've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here. And, you know, it was that it was that moment when I'm at the we're holding a press conference. Right. And uh, and Dave Grohl and Trent Reznor walk in the room with the black keys behind them. And there's this who's who of Ohio rock all in one room. And they're doing the big photo call. 
And it was just like that moment of like, I don't know if we've ever seen a moment of rock and roll like this in Ohio. Uh, it was so cool. And uh, Dave uh, Grohl was so great to be part of it. Uh, but Tracy, you were part of getting another band on the lineup that Paul didn't mention, the Ohio State University Marching Band, the most famous marching band <laughs> on the planet. Uh, they came That's to true. you, right? Didn't, haven't you been, you've been working directly with Christian, who was Joe Walsh's son. And talk to us a little bit about that and then how you got your, uh, got the Ohio State Marching Band involved with the show. Well, one thing that was amazing with working with Christian is he's such a visionary and he just had all of these fantastic ideas and that we were able to work directly with Christian to make all of this possible. And uh, we were having a conversation about the Ohio State marching band, the best damn band in the land. Can I say that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. (laughs) And um, so anyways, uh, the band is incredible to work with. And uh, so we were able to bring some of the, the the students and during the opening of the show for the Star Spangled Banner, you know, when you come out, um, had incredible drum line. It was just super intense, very emotional. And uh, it was just such a fabulous way to uh, kick off the show. And the Ohio proud was definitely felt within the audience that was there. It was it was a very cool moment. Tracy, you know, this show in a way kind of sold itself, but you've been involved with some of these homegrown shows. And, and I think everybody listening today has, you know, dealt with some kind of unique show that comes your way that maybe a kind of a one-off as opposed to being part of a part of a tour. Talk to us kind of about about marketing this. And I know I know you even did a farm aid show that was in Ohio back. You and I worked on it together back in I don't know what was that, 2003? Yep, 2003. Um you know, what's so incredible is the word of mouth, how that spreads and um I you know, I was getting calls from media across the country and how they could get involved in being part of Vets Aid. And just having, you know, those those conversations. So it uh, it definitely had a life of its own. And um, I just I look forward to see, you know, how Vets Aid continues to evolve throughout the years and the next spot. Of course, they're always welcome to come to Columbus. I think it was such a benefit too that it was like so many of these acts like I was saying could headline an arena show on their own you know probably the breeders within Ohio could draw a pretty big crowd and then you've got James Gang and you've got Nine Inch Nails and you've got Black Keys and you've got Joe Walsh I mean those are arena headliners or festival headliners and to be all on one bill I mean that's like I said, I, I paid for it myself, and it was because I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. I was like, oh, Nine Inch Nails show in Columbus. I should consider, what the heck? <laughs> what is this lineup? I know all these other bands, and Dave Grohl's going to be there. Like, what is going on? And it's almost like you could have priced it, like, astronomically higher, and I probably still could have justified it to my bank account at that point. You know, it's like, it's for charity. It's got all these big acts. Uh but I think I, that was just such a cool thing, like what a unique event. And they each had like a full set pretty much too. And like they even traveled with their own production, like Nine Inch Nails, like it looked like a Nine Inch Nails show. It's not them kind of being, you know, uh, shoehorned into a Joe Walsh set. You know, it's like it is a Nine Inch Nails full production. I'm sure that was kind of fun, but also complicated on the planning side, maybe to arrange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, preparation involved in ensuring that everyone got there and 
set up and everything rolled on time. And, you know, Paul, I'm so happy you uh, brought up just the programming that was involved with Vets Aid and having those cut-ins, like we would say uh, during a set change, like there was engagement with the audience to talk to those different organizations that are beneficiaries of Vets Aid and just, you know, talk about um, what Vets Aid means to them and and just their service to our country. So it was just pretty, pretty incredible. There was a lot of uh, emotional moments. And I think it just overall, just for the community to be together was uh, incredible. Yeah, it was it was so neat to see, you know, the veterans that were in the room. It was, you know, there's a challenge because, you know, we obviously do a lot of special offers for veterans groups over the years, you know, with the arenas. Uh, most arenas do that kind of stuff. And here, while you wanted uh, veterans people to attend the show, and there was a low entry price point, but really the the idea is to raise money for veterans groups, right? So there weren't a lot of comp tickets. There weren't there weren't really special offers that were needed because the show, you know, obviously sold itself. And and it was a lot. Of, even you know, you for those of you who've maybe done a McCartney show, uh, some of the other big shows. Even when a show is, you know, sold out or the minimal tickets available, it can still be a lot of work. For example, this, you know, the week of, of that show, we had uh, an event with uh, Joe Walsh where he uh, we re- worked with our music commission and renamed Nationwide Boulevard to Joe Walsh Away. You know, Rocky Mountain Way was my suggestion, but <laughs> it didn't. Uh, people, they, you know, they went to Joe Walsh and he did a, you know, did a little media event out there with the mayor. And then, of course, Joe Walsh uh, went out to a record store and did an autograph signing for a day. Um, some cool stuff there. And then the press conference, when you host a big event like this, you've got media coming in from all across the country. All of a sudden, you know, Forbes magazine is reaching out and they want a special place to set up a, a portrait shot. And, and, you know, all these demands that come from, uh, you know, you know, not your local media that you have very well trained, <laughs> but, you know, all of a sudden you're putting on a big press conference hours before the show and you've got a full working media room uh, because there were no tickets available. Uh, we added a, a live stream to raise additional funds. So there was still a lot of moving pieces and, and parts to this show. Uh, but Tracy, you're absolutely right uh, when you mentioned, you know, the, the stories that were there and the the uh, the way that it all came together. Kudos to our operations staff, by the way, uh, for getting it done. But if this if this comes to your market, it, it, it is some work. And when you do a show like this, but it's often very rewarding as well. Yeah. And I think, and again, just being, being a voice in the marketplace for um, Vets Aid and you know, Christian, who was our you know primary contact, who was amazing uh, to work with. Let's talk about Christian, by the way, because <laughs> Tracy, our original host, our MC for the entire event was supposed to be Drew Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey, another Ohio boy, but he he got a little ill. So so Joe Walsh's son Christian, who'd been working behind the scenes to pull this off, they said, "Oh, he's going to host," and we thought, "I don't know how's this going to work." He killed it. He was great. He was he so good. It. And yeah, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people like I didn't even hear personally about Drew Carey that he was supposed to host until I heard that he wasn't going to be able to make it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this, uh, you know, Christian's going to host. OK, like and it was fine, but he was so engaging and like he had these personal connections to like every single one of the band, like on more of like he would say, oh, man, I grew up listening to this album by this band. And it, you know, wow, this is one of my favorites. And da, 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 and this song really got me through high school or whatever it was. So he really and I'm sure Drew would have been great, but he had such this great way of like telling the story of the lineup 
but then also like connecting with, you know, personally connecting with all these, uh, you know, beneficiary groups. It was, it was awesome. I, I think with just the connection, you know, with the bands too, um, you know, and with Christian's storytelling along the way uh, to narrate yeah. the, the evening, but, you know, personally, you know, I think back to the breeders, right. And, um, those are those moments too, right? I've never seen the breeders. I've seen so many concerts in my life, never the breeders, but that's what I listened to in college, right? So it brought me back to my like college radio days and my friends. And uh, so that was, that was a lot of fun. And it tied back to the community of those, those moments and how, you know, the music, you know, impacts our life. And that's what we do, right? We, uh, we're, we're music people. And um, that that was, you know, one event that personally, especially, you know, with like the nine inch nails tie in and where our where our roots come, you know, through rock and roll and, and you know, Joe Walsh and just the impact he as a musician as you know, other people have uh, been on our lives. So that that was just one of those awe moments, which it happens a lot, but um, as you get further, you know, and in, in your career and in the music business, um, we have we we still have a lot of fun. But it's always cool to get one of those special shows, and I would definitely put Betsy up there. Absolutely, and I do have to mention for our event and arena marketing conference family who are listening, who remember Dave Grohl being a special guest at our EAMC virtual uh, conference that we did. Uh, uh, I was actually able to speak with Dave uh, before the show, and uh, we he invited us back in his dressing room. We hung out for a while, but one of the big things I we talked about was Edie Brown who of course conducted the interview, former Adventures in Venueland guest as well, and you know his family vacations with her, but how much it meant to us as marketers to have the support of Dave Grohl. And when he was one of the first ones back out on the road, uh, uh, fighting for uh, the return of live music, blazing the trail, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. how much we appreciated that. And we appreciated his words of encouragement during those dark days. Uh, what a great first class dude. Uh, and uh, was was really uh, grateful for his involvement with, with EAMC recently. Tracy, if somebody wants to reach out to you, maybe they get Vets Aid 2023 before it comes back to Columbus uh, and they want to learn more. What's the best place for folks to find you? I think you'll share it in the uh, the podcast at the end. Will you put my information up? Like That's a, right. We'll have it there. Are you a yeah. listener? It'll be there. <laughs> Everyone seems to find me on LinkedIn, which is great. So <laughs> that's always an option as well. Look in the show notes and you'll you'll get links to reach out to Tracy. There you go. Yes. And I'm more than happy to talk about Vets Aid or any other tour that's coming to town. Um, I love talking about music, sports, anything you want to talk about. Travel, vacation, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> um, seem to be everybody's uh, tour consultant. One last thing I have to mention, because it was so funny, is... I loved the the different audiences there for each of the bands, right? So there was a lot of overlap between them, but there is a group that's there that's like, we are James Gang fans. Like you can kind of tell based off of their era or whatever it was. And then Nine Inch Nails comes out and they kick off the show set <laughs> with a wish. And I felt like I just saw everyone's eyes 
jumped to 100 <laughs> feet wide and it was like oh my god like noah would have purchased tickets to a nice nails show but it was very educational and then joe walsh which was so funny he came out for his set and he said oh that was my first nine inch nail show and it felt like a southern california earthquake <laughs> which is so funny uh, but I just loved that every every band kind of appealed to different crowds, which overlapped. There was nostalgia. There was there was just a little of everything. It was like even subgenres of rock. And then, I mean, what a what an event! So amazing. Well, thank you, Paul, for buying a ticket. We uh, appreciate your support. Veterans <laughs> yes. groups definitely support. And Tracy, thanks for the time today. Thank you. And a big thanks to everybody for listening to this special detour episode of Adventures in Venueland. Remember, you can subscribe and find more episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We do love your five-star reviews so you can help others find us. Until the next adventure, I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Paul Hooper. Thanks for listening, everyone. Adventures in Venueland is a side project of the Event and Arena Marketing Conference a nonprofit organization bringing together people in the field of live entertainment to discuss marketing, publicity, and sales trends. Find out more at eventarenamarketing.com. Audio editing and mixing by Camille Faulkner. Design and digital advertising by Megan Ebeck. Copywriting and publicity by Samantha Marker. Guest booking and brand strategies by Paul Hooper. Guest research by Dave Rettelberger. Marketing Strategies by Paul Hooper, Megan Ebeck, and Samantha Marker. Thanks for joining us. Until the next adventure.